right, welcome in to another episode of the Idea Collision, where we throw a bunch of stuff together and see what we get out. No, that's not really it. Uh, we're going to put some different ideas together, but we do so with a little bit of um, intention uh, in, in what we're doing. Um, my name is Andrew Green, and um, we've been talking about uh, some ideas to do with identity. And as we talk about... Um, Kind of, we, we talked about the role of nurture and structure uh, last week and kind of how this affects our identity. And I want to talk about today some words. Uh, in this discussion, we have seen a lot already and will continue to see that, that how we define words is important to how we you know, approach a topic. So, so often we approach a topic and we have different... We, we, we can have the same ideas or the same conclusions, but we use different terminologies. And so we we get really upset sometimes at how, how the stands that people seem to be taking when we, we oftentimes are saying things that really aren't that different. I'll illustrate this with some of the terminology already that we've seen. We've talked about the, you know, mental health. And some people throw everything under one blanket. I prefer to define things a little bit more specifically. Uh, so, so it's important to say if a person hears me say spiritual health or mental, like I'm distinguishing those from like, like mental health, spiritual health, and emotional health. I view as different. Now they might affect each other; they might cross over a little bit, uh, but but I, I I tend to be quite specific in how I define things uh, because I think it's important. If we if we throw everything under one umbrella, we could treat things in in one way that we might. It might be more beneficial to treat in a different way. And so we, we've talked about that a little bit in a previous podcast. I don't want to recover all that ground. But that's how definitions work. Uh, and uh, like I, I talked about affirmation, and that kind of gets into um, in, into what we're going to talk a, a little bit about today. We've talked about this tool that people have to try to generate a particular emotion, this, this affirmation, which... We said, you know, that's this is where you you have an end, and and the end is so important that you use this particular tool, and it's destructive, I think, in in the long run. Um, and uh, we don't do much TV watching, or you know, we we have family movie night, and that uh, so typically Sunday nights, uh, unless we're busy Sunday night, and then we'll we'll pick a different night. We'll we'll get we'll get a movie. We have some, you know. We'll see what's streaming, or or I'll rent one. <clears throat> and um, so I hate watching the same movie over and over, which our kids would be content to watch, you know, like Tangled for the seven thousandth time. Uh, so uh, so we try to pick different stuff. Well, there's not always a lot of movies, and, and a lot of them, you know, it's like I have to go through. I go through content. I'm like, is this a good movie? Okay. What are the reviews? All right, let me watch a trailer. Is it an 80s movie? It's probably not watchable. I know that because I lived in the 80s, and I forget content all the time. What's what's in here that I probably don't want my kids seeing or that even I shouldn't see? So um, so I watched a, a trailer for a movie I hadn't seen. I just hadn't, seen, hadn't had no negative views. Of just I'm, I'm a Neanderthal, and I haven't seen Encanto. I don't know. I don't have a, a five-year-old daughter. So <clears throat> my daughter's 16, so Encanto is not one that we was high on our list, you know. 
Well, let's see if this is one I want to get and uh, invest in. Well, um, and I know it's Disney. I don't have Disney Plus, so I, I tend to look and see if I want to get the DVD or, you know, somewhere. Well, I watched it, and, and I, it drove me nuts. I, I wanted to stab my eye with a ice pick, you know, 30 seconds into the trailer for one reason. And one reason, oh, it's probably a great movie or whatever. And uh, But I couldn't get past one word. One word, and it was the word special. Uh, so, so, of course, most of everybody has seen this. Um, and uh, so I'm not telling you anything new. But but the setup is, of course, that here's a, a town of people with superpowers and with, with the exception of one person. And so Disney is, is pushing this idea that, that – and she makes the statement, well, just because I don't have gifts or whatever, I, I, I'm special too. You know, it doesn't mean I'm not special. Well, actually, in fact, it does mean that. And, in fact, Disney has said so because I remember the movie Incredibles where uh, – a, a much more favorite of my movie, and another one of the ones that we could watch again and again, but uh, where uh, the villain said, you know, listen, when I, and correctly pointed out, in fact, when I give these, make these gifts and sell them to everybody, then everybody can be special, and when everybody is special, then no one will be. And that is an accurate point, and that accurately sums up the true concept of special. Now, you might... Uh, disagree with it. Let me, ex instead of telling you what special is, I want to show you what special is. This is a, uh, a YouTube uh, channel that I subscribe to, and every once in a while I, I, I'll see it there and I'll click on one to see if, if this girl has new material, new content. And she comes out with new content uh, quite frequently. A little Chinese girl. Uh, it's a channel by the name of Mew Mew Girl. Uh, I suggest you want good entertainment for a couple of minutes. This is a good channel. So I'm going to just show portions of one clip, not even the whole clip. Uh, but this is just, just a little bit of what I saw the other day.
Okay, that is special. Right? Things like that are why we have shows like American Idol. Right? Or America's Got Talent. And if you've watched those shows, you definitely see people, especially in the olden days, you know, uh, when uh, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, used to really go off on uh, on people who didn't have the talent. They, they were clearly not special. And uh, if you don't like the phrase that I... I and I keep on repeating it. You keep on saying it. It's getting worse. That someone's not special. It's because you're probably hearing me say a number of things. This is where definitions are important. Don't hear me say that people aren't unique. We are all unique. That's the first thing. If you're hearing me say that we're not all unique, that's not the definition of special. Right? Ex- uh, special suggests extraordinary. Uh, 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 and, and extraordinary means above the ordinary. So... By definition, to have somebody special means that there has to be an ordinary and then somebody goes above that. They are special. There has to be an ordinary for there to be an extraordinary. That's the first thing. And, and, and second, don't hear me say that all people aren't valuable. All humans are valuable and we're all equally valuable. That is also true. That's not what makes us special. Okay, uh, so personal, my personal value is not cl- connected to my talent because if it was, then we would have a person who's really special. They would be more valuable, uh, but I'm equal. Male, female, th- th- things don't color, whatever. It doesn't make a difference. You are all equally valuable. We're not all equally special. I'm not... I, I couldn't do what this girl does. I, I do very little at a, at an above ordinary level. So, um, so that's an important terminology. When we when we get into this, there's another synonym that, or synonymous idea that we we start talking about, and that is the concept of self esteem. Right? Self esteem is a very modern terminology. Uh, it's not a very old terminology. It, it first began with a couple of um, philosopher, doctor type people. Uh, one fairly well known. I mean, historically, the name of David Hume is recognizable by a lot. The name William James is kind of not really known. I didn't hear of it, but he's basically he's America's slightly m- more well-adjusted version of Sigmund Freud, but also with the um, substance abuse problems. Um, and so so they, they were the ones that first really approached the idea of uh, of self-esteem as, as the terminology and some of the concepts. David Hume, an atheist. William James, just not very religious. Um, and that makes sense, uh, which we'll see. Uh, it, it didn't really, the concept of self-esteem as something to be sought after didn't really pick up till the 1970s. Why? Well, probably because with more well-adjusted homes or a higher percentage of them, it wasn't really considered a thing in deficit. But as generations move on, and we talked about those generations, how they one affects the other, <coughs> um, and, and there's structure and there's nurturing that's missing, uh, the self-esteem 
follows, and 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 so now there's a deficit, and people look for this as an it's. We need to have the self-esteem, so we need the affirmation, <clears throat> and um, and so eventually, psychologists in the the mid '70s started convincing politicians that we needed, you know, organizations and and associations specifically for creating self-esteem. And they, they said, listen, if we do this, we're going to end crime. We're going to end all these other negative things in society that, that go along with low self-esteem. So we've got to, because that's the root of all the problem is low self-esteem. Well, obviously, we've had, well, since the 1980s, so we've had like over 40 years of that experiment, which ha- clearly has not yielded the result that uh, that we were intending. Uh, <clears throat> in 77, someone wrote a song. It wasn't really popularized until, what, 1986. Uh, Whitney Houston sang a song uh, that the greatest love is learning to love yourself. Uh, and it sounds so wonderful. It sounds so noble. It sounds so positive. And it is incredibly incredibly wrong um it's not scriptural for one uh but it it is a part of this further degeneration where we seek and and ends and don't worry about the means just let's try to get to this stuff through affirmation and love yourself well um the pursuit of self-esteem is noble it's just misguided and that's the problem with it um well because it's considered a synonym of something else that is valuable and that is a concept of self-worth i want to talk about the difference between self-worth and self-esteem uh, and this is more significant and it's they're different because of the approach the direction that one is looking self-worth is looking and observing what my value is and and understanding what my value is. Whereas self-esteem is about trying to instill an idea in myself. So so one is pulling out and, and, and observing reality. And one is trying, one is saying, I don't feel this reality I'm going to force this reality into myself until I feel it. See, one is completely synthetic, and 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 one is authentic. And they're, they're they're two different things. Self-esteem is dangerous. So, <clears throat> I need to know if I'm going to have self-worth and proper self-worth. I, I need to understand what is intrinsic to my existence and then form my identity around that, right? What is my value on uh, as a human? That is where I am equal to all others. That's why I said my value is equal, right? Whether I'm special in my talents or not, I'm, what, is, what is centered to me? What, what is centric to me is not how well I play the guitar or, or how well I do anything. That that's not what is central to my person. Um, so these now 
there are it does come into play a little bit right uh, what I do does come into play it has to do not with a comparison to others right when we talk about how talented I am and being special that's a comparison to other people I'm not special I'm not above the average person I can play the guitar I don't play great I can do some things I, I'm not great I, I've worked on my house I YouTubed it Looked at other people. It you come to my house, you'll see the flaws, right? I'm not great. I can do it. A lot of people can do a lot of things. Some people have these talents to do amazing things, right? Value. My value is what is instilled in me. What what is made in me. First of all. And two, it's the comparison to myself. What have I done with what I have? Now, if I have all the great ability but I don't use it, well, I, I, I'm being less valuable. Not not to say that you know, like I'm less valuable as a human, but I, I'm not as valuable as I could be because of my potential. I, 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 could, I could help if I have the ability to do things to help people, but I don't. See, I'm, I'm, less val- I'm being less valuable to the human world. It has nothing to do with my comparison to other people, somebody else might be able to feed more people because they're richer than me, say. You know, they could do more charity. But that would be a comparative thing where where I say my value is based on, you know, other people's value. No, but if I have the ability to do something and I don't, well, then I'm making myself less valuable. It's a comparison to myself. What I am made to be, what I'm designed to be, if, if if I was not designed to be a great musician, then I'm not going to feel negative because I'm not a great musician. But if I was made, if, if I have the great art talents and stuff like that and I just squander it, well, then why would I do that? Right? I'm making myself less valuable. It's a comparison to myself. So self-worth is this evaluation. Um, the reality, the observation of the reality of who I am. And so my purpose then is to be honest with myself. My purpose is not to be dishonest. Self-esteem is dishonest. If I convince myself I'm great, I will eventually be great. It's it's kind of the old idea of um, fake it till you make it. <clears throat> if I lie to myself, eventually I'll believe my lie and then I'll be what I'm lying to myself about. It, it's really not a productive thing to do because why? Because I'm smart. That's why. And I know when I'm lying to myself. I, I can't get away from the lying to myself. I, I can pretend all I want. But underneath, I know when I'm when I'm not special. Right? I can tell myself, oh, you're, you're just so great at everything you do. And no, I'm not. Right? It's like, it's, it's, it's like getting that trophy. Oh, you're so great. You participated. We came in last. Stop. I don't I don't like I, I don't want this ribbon. I don't want this trophy. I don't I hate it. It tells me a lie. And I know it tells me a lie. Well, <clears throat> so this discrepancy between what I know without, you know, without having to be told this discrepancy just creates a bigger divide between my brain and my emotions. And so any feelings of <clears throat> negativity are just going to become more acute. All right, the depression is going to become deeper. 
So, uh, this is true spirituality, right? Or one element of true spirituality because it's acknowledging the design of the human psyche. I'm observing reality. There's a couple of Bible verses that really, um, I don't always go in deep into Scripture or whatever, but I do want to uh, look at a couple verses that um, really summarize this well. Uh, because they're, they're not just Bible verses. Uh, here's Bible verses that we need to say this. Okay. But they're very philosophically true. Um, it, one says, uh, Do nothing from selfish motives or conceit, but in humility esteem others as more important. So... Uh, or more important than yourselves. <clears throat> That's in Philippians 2.3. And, and what a noble idea. It's saying, listen, don't you're so worried about self-esteem, right? But if I, if I have humility and start valuing other people, I take the focus completely off of myself, I'm actually going to end up with more positive self-esteem at the end of it. Why? Because when I, when I have... Um, when my focus is on me, right, all of my needs become more important than others. Right? So that means I'm going to neglect others. And I'm going to intrinsically see that I'm not being valuable to the group of people that I'm a part of. <clears throat> and, and there's a concern that says, well, if I have low self-esteem, I'm, I'm going to neglect myself. Well, you're probably not going to starve. You're probably not going to neglect yourself that much. Right? And, and even if you did, you would understand that you're doing it for a noble cause. And that still instills um, some sort of self-worth in you. Right? If, if you. If you sacrifice for, say, a family member, you, that instills something positive in you. You, you see the effects. You, you, you're left with a net positive even though you've maybe not paid the attention to yourself. Um, and, and that would only be true if I don't have the concept of self-worth. But now, <clears throat> we're concerned. Why? Because of my, uh, you know, this idea that I have to have self-esteem. Uh, I got up this morning. I went out. It was a first nice day, Sunday morning. I went out on my balcony with my coffee, and I, I was sitting there, and, and uh, and I noticed the birds for some reason. They're out there. And, and it's like I, I noticed the community of birds, you know, watching them do their stuff and, you know, their little squabbles and things like that. But for the most part, I, I had this thought that came to me kind of. And um, it was that, you know, how nice these, these birds have really small, like someone's trying to get my string that I'm trying to build my nest with and, and, and I'm, I'm un unhappy right now. And other than that, they're blissfully ignorant of everything going on in the world. They're just going to live their lives. They're going to make their nest, have their hatch their eggs, and and they're going to do this on you know, on, and not have to worry about politics. No one bothers them about you know their political views on things and their societal views on this, that, and the other. <clears throat> and a part of me, a part of me thought, how wonderful to be that blissfully ignorant. And then I thought, you know what? It's not really that nice to be blissfully ignorant because the reason they're blissfully ignorant is because they're not eternal. The reason that we are aware of things is because of what we are designed to be. 
by a maker. And we are designed to be a part of a group uh, and a part of humanity and to interact. And sometimes that means we have different values and we, we're we upset. But, but it's this frustration over how other people – what ends up as – over other people, that's that's where our frustration. Sometimes it's selfish, like I, I want to be treated fair, but a lot of times we're so upset over the direction that humanity is going. It doesn't make a difference what the thing is, and I can disagree about the specific causes, but the fact is, is the fact that we have, uh, the fact that we have all these causes is an illustration that that we are concerned about deeper spiritual things, even when people deny the spiritual reality, deny that I'm designed and made by God. And this is kind of, I was made. That's the truth. I was made by God and designed for a purpose. That is actually empowering. I don't have to be special. I just have to understand my design. There's uh, <clears throat> another idea in, in disagreement with that song we, we referred to previously. John chapter 15, verse 13 says that greater love has no man than to lay down his life for his friends. That is the greatest love. The greatest love is ultimately, if necessary, sacrificing yourself for other people. It's going outside of yourself. It's looking at the greater truth of humanity as a whole, that you're just a part of it. You don't have to be special. You don't have to be talented. You don't, but doing something on somebody else's behalf that's because they guess what were made in the same image they were they, they are designed with the same value and so greater love is actually focusing less on yourself it takes more effort and more energy to focus on somebody else's needs than my own that's so that's what makes it greater self love is really in, in actuality it's not love at all uh it's it's sacrificing other people for my own personal gratification that's not love that's selfishness. Uh, the greatest love isn't, you know, I, I want the biggest piece of cake. I'm loving myself. That's loving yourself. That's not love. Not really. It, it's just selfishness. Um, and you think about the movies. Go back to movies. Think about the movies that all great movies are centered around. Uh, when all the special effects is stripped away and all that stuff. The great movies that last with people are are based on ideals. They're they're things you, you walk away from great, you know, theatrical mu movies hollow. But movies that that leave us with a thought and we're thinking about it like wow that was that was profound that was deep that was something. They're always about sacrifice. They're always about human sacrifice. Not physical human sacrifice, but, but I mean humans who sacrifice themselves for some ideal, some noble cause for other people. For other people. That's, even Hollywood recognizes that as much as they would hate to admit it. They know it. They know it to be true. So, uh, and this is because it touches our most central nature. It touches our soul. Uh, so I encourage you to... Give up pursuits that you have been programmed to seek. It's hard to give up the pursuit of self-esteem because we're programmed that that's what we should look for. Give up self-esteem and, and replace it with something more valuable. Start looking this week at 
when you're tempted to look at what's important to you, what does this mean to me? What have, what has this done for me lately? Right? All those types of thoughts. I want you to 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 just put those aside and say, you know what? It doesn't matter to me. Or the next time you're tempted to like really affirm how valuable and and how uh, all the self-esteem stuff, the superficial stuff, how how special you are, all those affirming thoughts put them aside and and look for a way to instill value in other people who don't have it Uh, and look for a way that you can sacrifice something for a time that you have or a commodity of whatever type you have to, to sacrifice that for somebody else and i want you to monitor your feelings as you do that and you will find that you gain much more esteem from not seeking esteem. That, that when you focus on your value to other people and focus on the other person in that sentence, <laughs> your feelings are going to align. Uh, so I encourage you. It's a good week to start. Everybody's talking about Easter. Um, but whatever week you watch this on, it's 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 the best time to start thinking of other people and not of yourself. All right, see you next week.